0: History is rich with examples of things that were so ahead of their time and were just too good to be true. The 1985 Chicago Bears played defense as if they had 14 players on the field, running schemes never before seen in the NFL while the rest of the league scratched their heads and licked their wounds. The monsters of the midway dominated the NFL, going 15-1 in the regular season and outscoring their opponents in the playoffs 91-10 while winning Super Bowl XX. The 85 Bears were great. In the 1700s, the British Empire was enjoying the benefits of a robust, peaceful, and fruitful relationship with its colonies in America. The colonies were allowed to rule themselves without intervention from Parliament, and both sides reaped the benefits of free-flowing trade between old and new worlds, helping to establish the British Empire as the most powerful of its time. The British Empire at that time was great. In the late 1970s, Van Halen first vamped their way onto the FM airwaves. And you said to yourself, Oh, so this is what West Coast hard rock is supposed to sound like. Michael and Alex thrusting out their gun show rhythm section, Eddie displaying previously unheard fretboard manipulations, and David Lee Roth doing David Lee Roth things. Van Halen were the undisputed kings of L.A. hard rock. Van Halen was great but these things were just too good to be true. The 1986 Bears lost their defensive mastermind Buddy Ryan to the Philadelphia Eagles, Walter Payton was showing his age, and players began to reap the benefits of free agency. The rest of the league was starting to figure out the Bears' blitzing schemes, and though they finished an impressive 14-2, this daunted defense never returned to the Super Bowl. The Bears were really good, but no longer great. In 1763 the British Empire had just won the French and Indian War and with it huge territorial gains in America, but they incurred massive debt waging this war and decided to start taxing the colonies to pay for this debt. This among other things led to unrest which then led to the American Revolution. The British came out of the other side without the great spoils and benefits that they were previously enjoying with their colonies in America, but with good trade and feels with the United States in the 1800s. Thus. The British Empire began to wane. They were really good, but no longer great. After eight years, six albums, and unrelenting touring, Van Halen was a two-headed giant going in two different directions. David Lee Roth wanted to make more pop-oriented cover songs, while Eddie Van Halen wanted to explore deeper themes while also incorporating more synthesizer. Roth quit the band after the 1984 tour, but instead of folding the band, Eddie offered the frontman gig to Sammy Hager, who sang on Van Halen's next four chart-topping albums. Van Halen was really good, but no longer great. Just as the 85 Bears were nerfed, the British Empire was nerfed, and Van Halen all got nerfed. So did Ickermoon Gauntlet, Urza's Saga, Rocco, Blade of Shared Souls, Curse of Vitality, and Blade Coil Serpent. All got nerfed. They're all really good cards, but they're no longer great cards. Oh, by the way, our top team took third place in the world. We got two in the top ten, and GOT7 had their best performance ever. Your turn, Pipe. Show me what you got. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) The world's only podcast dedicated to an MTGPQ coalition got you gotta get it, put it in you. got put it in you. got put it in you. Over one hundred of the best magic the gathering puzzle quest players in the world. Come on, get down with the The gods of pharaohs. Give it, give it away, give it away, give it away now Give it away, give it away, give it away now Please welcome Nerd Thuggery it bumble, bumble, What's up gods and groggers and groggettes and those who identify as groggers and perhaps those who are yet to be groggers but will be soon We have a lot of people who listen who uh, aren't in the coalition So mm, we'll talk about that a little bit later Welcome to the big show. I'm Nerd Thuggery, and we have the results of last weekend's coalition event of Machine and Freedom. Dodge has performed his arithmetic wizardry and has submitted his report. The Throne of Perfection. And then there were four. We were seven strong on the throne last week, but the machine ground up the throne of perfection and leveled the field, leaving just three returning gods on the throne of perfection. In Star 12, I knew a Roth and Kautz Clown. Star 12 with 7. I knew Arath was 7 in a row. Kautz Clown was 6. Leo Vink now joins the party with their 5th win in a row. Cheers, gods. A freedom-loving 33 members of Gods of Theros ascended the coveted throne of Theros with perfect scores of 140 last week, including... Star Twelve, Mark the Merrill, Couts Clown, Jordo, Lufal 91, Jante, Mister Snuggle, Sang Wu Lee. What about Razowixi, Danny Crow, Leo Vink, Racedlin, Dodge U EBC Seven, Evil Maggot, Buffalo Dave, Gamer 1919, Craig Kinsel, CM 9009, V Drake 82, The Poet, Big Bill, Roy 51, Sergeant Major. Ninja Sid, Adinako, price Voodoo, Damien Void, Moo815, Enuara, Your Shoes Untied, Nerd Thuggery, a machine grinding 26 members claimed the demigod status, scoring 95% or more, including Ooh, Zeke Kulamane Kumashi Arcanus Amorphous Imagine Koalos Kung Fu Chuck Abner Wolf 815 The one and only Chief Wahoo Oh my god, puppies! Den Johan Sean SST Calaris Demosthenes Rex Ares Punis Marino, Scald Strider Six Iron Alts Boy, Last Exit Dolio, Trash Bear, another just happy to be here. 52 avatars scored 75% or more. Good job, guys! All right, let's break down the teams. We're doing a little rebranding. So, Gods of Theros won the gold team. 12 gods with perfect scores. Six demigods at 95%. The top performer right now is Star 12 and Couch Clown, both averaging 100% over the last five weeks. The Gods of Theros gold team was only 48 points away from a perfect score. That puts our gold team third place in the world this weekend. Player movement has Jay Truant and Wolf815 moving down to GOT2. Gods of Theros 2, the silver team, had six gods with perfect scores, 9 demigods at 95%. The top performer is Leo Vink, 100% over the past five weeks. That puts our silver team at 10th place in the world this past weekend. Player movement this week has Oh My God Puppies and EBC7 moving up to the gold team. Superfly and V-Drake are moving down to GOT3. Gods of Theros 3, the bronze team. Six gods with perfect scores, three demigods at 95%. The top performer is Rowy51 and EEAAJJ, both with 96% over the last five weeks. That puts the bronze team at 17th place in the world this weekend. Player movement this week has Roe 5-1 and E-E-A-A-J-J moving up to the silver team. Bento Box and Thalion are moving down to G-O-T-4. Gods of Theros for the Quads of Theros. Two gods with perfect scores, four demigods at 95%. The top performer in the Quads of Theros is the Poet Big Bill, 99.7%. The Quads of Theros took 21st place in the world this weekend. Player movement in Gods of Theros 4 this week has the Poet Big Bill and Big Ben moving up to the Bronze team. Shrike and Neil M. are moving down to GOT5. The Gods of Theros 5, the Cinco, had two gods with a perfect score. One demigod at 95%. Their top performer is Voodoo, rocking a 94.6%. The Cinco placed 27th in the world for the second consecutive week. Player movement from Gods of Theros 5 this week has Voodoo and Moo815 moving up to GOT4. Luis Ferreira, whose Jace deck gave me a hell of a scare in the top node this weekend, he will be moving down to GOT6. The Gods of Theros 6 have two gods with a perfect score top performer is Maxineer at 87.3%. The Gods of Thero 6 had a couple unexpected no-shows this weekend, but still managed to stay top 100 by landing in 97th place in the world this weekend. Player movement in Gods of Thero 6 this week has Gutshanks and Not That Mad moving up to GOT5. Unfortunately we have to say goodbye to Erebos. They're one of our newer players, but they've been missing the last few weeks. We hope they find their way back as soon as they're ready to play. All right, the Gods of Theros 7, the Grogs of Theros. Three gods with perfect scores. The top performer, Anuroth, at 100%. The Grogs of Theros, the happy, drunken cellar dwellers of the Godverse, had their best showing ever, placing 41st in the world. We had a strong group of freshmen with four new players, but also Clem got back into the cellar before we locked the front doors to start the event. It was a lively group all throughout the uh, event. We were talking and chatting and cheering. There was a lot of celebration when the event closed out. I'm very proud of these guys. Some of the groggers have been on this team for a long time and have only seen top 50 a few times. They never get to read their name off on the podcast. So to honor the occasion and celebrate their effort, the team gets an introduction this week. Ladies and gentlemen, The Grogs of Theros. In order of tenure in the Grogs of Theros. Forbidden. Nerd Thuggery. Dark Dragon. The Dude. Boromac. Dagon. Austin Young. Leia Organa. Twitchy Witch, Marino, Sith Happens, Enuroth, Call Me Clem, and the rookies this week, Drake 101, Skycat Bonder, Furry 101, Zayson. Congratulations guys, best showing ever. It was a lot of fun to be part of that. Player movement in Gods of Thero 7 this week has the entire freshman class moving up to GOT6. I guess we won't be repeating. Uh, that's Drake 101, Furry 101, Skycap Bonder, and Zayson. I'm proud to matriculate these guys to 6 and I thank them for being part of our celebration in 7. Unfortunately, Kami Joe is gonna be bounced out for now for inactivity, but we hope they return very soon. That actually brings me to a point that I would like to make about players who are bounced out for inactivity. If we bounce you for inactivity, you are always welcome to come back in. You just have to come back in through GOT7 and find your way back up the ladder. That's all. If you play and you post a score in the weekend event, you have a place here in the Gods of Theros. Uh, we, we have a very informal minimum score requirement of 25% in the Coalition events, but that's more of a motivational bar for the players that are just learning the game. Gods of Theros is not just an elite mega coalition. I mean, I think it's fair to call any coalition that places in the top 100 out of 33,000 coalitions, it's fair to call it elite, but we are also a developmental coalition. So even our lower teams you know, have resident players with years of experience, 95 percenters, who enjoy helping the newer players or older players with any questions or advice. We love seeing good players become great players. If you want to join the Gods of Theros, and I know there's lots of you listening out there who are not members of Gods of Theros. I see the numbers. We have many more listeners than we have members. So if you want to join the Gods of Theros, just use the search feature in the game for coalitions and type in Gods of The and hit enter. And it's going to populate the list of our open coalitions. Just jump into Gods of Theros 7. We almost always have spaces available and we'll welcome you. Say something about Grog, it'll be funny once you are a member of the gods of theros you have access to our exclusive and private discord server it's a great resource for deck building and event strategy and we're always discussing card combos planeswalkers mechanics strategies you know the best players post their decks that they use in the coalition events there in our discord do you want to know what decks Mark the Merrill used when he recently scored 17 perfect scores in a row? Or the decks used by Ampersand or Black Dragon when each of them went on their streaks of 28 straight weeks without losing a single point? Or the decks of Star 12 or Ooh Zeke or Six Iron or Inuarath An- or Sepulch... See, I trip over your name every time, Inuarath. Or Sepulchre or Couts Clown. Do you want to see how they get perfect scores every week? Their decks and advice, as well as the decks and advice of many more of our top players, is in that Discord. Send a friend request on Discord to me or Derek Rogers. We'll get you set up. You could offer your advice, too. If you've been playing this game a long time, I'm sure you have stuff you can offer. We'd love to see you on there. All right, I'm not going to announce the upcoming Weekend Coalition event because the official schedule is showing a legacy game that they haven't put up in years. So I'm suspicious. A lot of us are skeptical about the veracity of that report. We'll see if I'm wrong come the next week. All right, let's close this thing out. We're long. This episode's mashup was created once again by Benjamin Veltz. You can find him on the socials as Basefarer. DodgeU performs his arithmetic wizardry for the coalition event results and writes the summary with great audacity. Pipes is known to his mother as Jeffrey Smith. You can find him on Fiverr. This podcast is produced by EchoBlade Studios. I'm Nerd Thuggery. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. The, the Gods of Theros. theros.